Hello, and welcome to Women Developing Brilliance. I'm your host, Casey Rossi. It's my great pleasure to present interesting stories of creative women sharing their message and lighting up the world with their presence and offerings. Get ready to be inspired. You can learn more about creating a business that you love by visiting kcrossi.com. Enjoy! My guest today is Trish Taylor. She is a personal brand stylist and helps female entrepreneurs not only dress better, but feel about themselves in the body that they have now. So I absolutely love that message. Welcome, Trish. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here and chat with you. Oh my gosh, your community is just beautiful and your energy is amazing. Thank you for having me. Uh, It's my pleasure. I would love to dive right in and tell us a little bit about yourself and also how you develop this passion for style and creativity, but also the spin that you put on it, um, which is the female empowerment part and the self-love aspect, which I just adore. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, I always kind of say that I'm a celebrity stylist gone rogue because (laughs) that's how it all started for me. Um, Ever since I was a little girl, um, like like many women out there, we like clothes. Uh, But I didn't realize what a large part it played in my self-confidence until later in life. And so now I'm a personal stylist that helps entrepreneurs, online entrepreneurs and business coaches really step into their worth to really own their confidence and amplify their brand message with their style. So we use it as a tool. And you're right, it was kind of a spin that I put on it. Um, Learning how to develop my style and how to work with women, I did that um, at FITM, the Fashion Institute here in Los Angeles. And I worked with celebrities on the red carpet. I worked um, for big events and fun magazine shoots, and it was very glamorous. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Just, <laughs> but it was not exactly the way that I like to connect. I'm a little bit more of a spiritual person. I like to dig in on a deeper level. And I had taken a psychology class like years back. And I realized that that connection is more than just appearance, right? It's mind, body, it's everything. And so I put that spin on my personal styling. And I've really helped women change their confidence from the inside out because what we're wearing really does help us feel good about the message that we're sending into the world that um, saying is totally cliche, right? When you look good, you feel good. So true. (laughs) It is. It's so true. In fact, I was reading something and they were saying that like for women, you know, when you ask her how her day was, um, that I forgot the percentage, but it was like an alarming amount of, of like how she felt her hair came out. Like if she was having a good hair day, then when you ask her at the end of the day, like, how was your day? Like it's way higher percentage where she's going to be like, it was awesome. <laughs> it is so funny actually that you say that because I was just reading um, a few things the other day from my uh, Facebook group and I was asking them what their aha moments were. And a lot of it was like that. It was um, based on their physical appearance that day. But then once they realized that they made the shift. And for me, when I'm working with a client, it's more of, we don't want people to necessarily notice your amazing style. We want them to notice your amazing personality. So when you have your style and your 
like your personal appearance honed in a little bit more clearly, you find that you're not worried that if, you know, your hair is like going stray that day or something, it's less about that. And it's more about the image that you're projecting as a whole. So it's really easy. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so um, what got you interested? Like, when did you realize that you were going to stand out as a woman solopreneur in this particular field? Like, give us a little bit of your background with that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, Like many entrepreneurs, it has been a long and winding road. (laughs) It's something that I always wanted. I always knew that I wanted to stand as alone as a solopreneur, as you said, um, to be an entrepreneur, but I didn't know how to do it. Um, I feel like there's so many things as women that were not necessarily taught growing up. And my family, there were no entrepreneurs. They were all, you know, nine to fivers. It was all about hustling. And so I didn't really know how to make that happen. So mm-hmm. I think for me, it was a big mindset shift. So I did all the, all the things to like, get that achievement, right? To feel worthy of this success. And it wasn't until I reframed that until I said, you know what? You are in charge of your own business. You are in charge of the way that you serve people. And that's really when a shift happened. And when I started like clarifying my message and really showing up as the best version of myself for my clients, Absolutely. That makes, yeah, that makes a lot of sense for sure. Like, and I give you so much credit for just kind of stepping out because I think when we don't have those intimate role models of entrepreneurs, it's even scarier to kind of step on that platform as a me, myself, and I and be like, this is how I'm going to show up. I have a message. This is how I'm going to serve. So I totally want to lift you up for that because it takes extra bravery. Like this is a, um, a courageous journey as it is, but also too, like when you're a pioneer, you know, in your family and in your inner circle, it even takes that much more courage. Oh my gosh, you are so wonderful. (laughs) (laughs) I mean it. It's true. (laughs) Where were you when I was starting? (laughs) (laughs) But see, that's why this is so beautiful. Like that's why I was so passionate about doing this podcast because there are so many people on the solopreneur path, whether they're just starting out or actually even, you know, at any stage of the game, it's like, we need to know that like, there's a girl tribe, like there's other people just like us that have our back that understand. And that's one of the reasons why, like, I don't edit any of my podcasts. It's like, this is real talk, real women. We get into it. Just like you said, like, I love the fact that you were like, I'm a deep person. Like I'm spiritual. Like I, I totally adore that. And for me, it's just like, life's too short for surface, you know, like it's, you know, it's beautiful to talk about the weather, but like 30 seconds later, let's go deep. You know, (laughs) I love that. I really do. (laughs) Oh, that's amazing. (laughs) So tell me a little bit about like one of the struggles that you've had as an entrepreneur that you've had to overcome. Oh man, I think not even just as an entrepreneur, but as a person, because I think as an entrepreneur, like your personal life kind of bleeds into that world. And so my own insecurities, um, comparison-itis was a huge thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And in my particular industry, um, being a personal stylist was, is still kind of a new thing, like branching out into um, the online world. It's, there's, there are some amazing women who have come before me, but it is not so saturated. So I feel like when you're just coming up and you're just trying to figure out, I mean, this was years ago now, so I thank goodness I've been through those growing pains. (laughs) 
But uh, I was comparing myself, my packages, my worth, how long I've been doing this, um, you know, my physical appearance, like everything to the other stylists in my industries. So I ended up creating packages that were not so aligned with, you know, me personally with my own um, like superpower, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I think that's something that a lot of us struggle with. We are trying to create something that we think everybody's going to want. But when you create a net that's so wide, you end up not catching anything, right? You end Absolutely. Up the dream clients that you want to work with, the people that are going to propel you forward and create this, you know, beautiful dream that you've, you've had for yourself. Yeah, that's such a great point. And I think that it is a common mistake to feel that um, we can serve many. You know, it's that same um, kind of mentality that you just said with casting the, the net wide. And it's actually the opposite. When we get specific, when we narrow our niche, when we really hone down that message, that's when our clients come to us like, you know, bees to honey because I then know that Trish gets me. Like, I love the fact that you said that you want people to be committed to only wearing what they love. And that simple sentence has really stayed with me after I surfed your website. I was like, yeah, absolutely. Like, like again, life's too short to be like in frumpy crap. Like, I only want to be in things that are going to like light me up, bring me joy, make me feel good about myself. So just that simple statement, like really, I feel your message. And because that's so narrowed down, I think you can attract that divine right client. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yes, it, that took a while to hone. It was always in there, but you're right. Bringing actual words to your your feelings, the things that you want to project right out into the world, that's hard. So I think that's honestly, in finding my own clarity for my business, I've helped my clients find clarity as well. Um, for sure. And I like that. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say it's a fun journey for all of us all the time. <laughs> we learn from each other. I mean, I think that's truly what it is. Like we bounce off each other's energy and vibe. And it is this kind of like open learning process, both as coach and coachee. But one of the things um, that, that came to mind when you were saying that is um, the fact that it took you a little bit to hone down your message. And I'm so glad you brought that point up because um, even with clients that I work with and we're working on their curiosity hook or their mission statement or even their vision, it's like they'll do one or two drafts and be like, okay. And I'm like, no, <laughs> this is going to take you some time. It's not a five-minute exercise, you know? And, and don't you find that? Like to really clarify your message, sometimes you have to do like... Like 20 versions. Oh yeah, absolutely. I can't even tell you how many iterations of my website there has been, but <laughs> each time I put it up, I was like, oh, this is the one. <laughs> it has changed so many times. So the only consistency I know is that there's going to be change. So you yes. just have to be open to, you know, your own growth because it is an evolution, this journey, this um, entrepreneurial journey that you're on. Yeah. And you're going to have much more sustainability with a growth mindset. Exactly what you just said, like knowing that change is going to be the only constant because then when you want to grow, like we are an evolution in our own right. Like our cells are regenerating on a daily basis. Our mind is getting like juiced up and passionate about like whatever is in front of us at the time, you know, whatever, whatever new inspiration is coming our way. Of course, our home on the web is going to be a reflection of that. And so I think the, the success and sustainability truly comes in being able to morph with that and flow with it and never really consider anything one and done. 
Yes, absolutely. And you know, I take that same approach to style. So I think, you know, if, if you're hanging on to something that's been in your closet for 20 years, it's okay to let it go because like you said, everything is changing and it's okay to change with it. Absolutely. Are you seeing with the trend of like the Marie Kondo method and now that she's got the Netflix series and everything and, and even the whole kind of capsule wardrobe, you know, like I was surfing YouTube yesterday. I was like, wow, there's a lot of like shows on capsule wardrobes. Are you seeing now that kind of style and um, tidying up and, and only being around things that spark joy, now that that's kind of cultivated and it's a little bit trendy, is that kind of boosting your business or increasing awareness to the point where people are like, oh yeah, personal stylist, I absolutely need that in my life. Definitely. It is definitely increasing awareness. Whereas I would say probably like last year, people, well, even now, I mean, it, I think it depends what you're focused on because if you are not specifically searching capsule wardrobe or if you're not on Netflix watching, you know, um, tidying up or queer eye, that's another great show right now. Um, then maybe you don't know that that's a thing. I mean, I have many clients who say I had no idea that there's someone who can actually help me with this. Um, but I do think as a whole, our society is kind of shifting towards, um, this bring more joy. Right. And I think it's a really beautiful time. Um, it's really cool to see people um, niching down like that and realizing that um, it's important to have joy in your life and to get rid of the things that are no longer serving you. So sometimes we need a little extra help and, you know, absolutely. And so I know that you work specifically with female entrepreneurs and I'm curious, like, is it mainly people that are going out and about and doing presentations and public speaking, or do you also help the solopreneur that has a home office that is maybe a little bit more introverted, but nonetheless, um, her self-confidence can be boosted with your help of guiding her how to style. Absolutely. I work with both, actually, because I think both are very important. I think the solopreneur that is working from home, that is an online business owner, is often neglected in that area. Um, and, and this time, we know how important it is to show up on social media, to be present on your Insta stories, to create a YouTube channel, to have photos that accurately represent who you are and the vision that you have for your clients and your company. What we're doing is painting a picture. So as an online entrepreneur, as a solopreneur at home, it's even more important for you to consistently show up confidently in your clothes. And yeah, if you're in yoga pants all the time, it's even harder to make that transition to that professional photo shoot because for most of us, we are service providers. We we are behind the scenes people. We feel comfortable supporting others. And so getting out in front of the camera is really hard. So that's yes. my person to work with. Yeah, that's amazing. That is, it's so true. And I, I definitely agree with you that I think that the solopreneur often neglects that very key piece. And we, we joke about it on forums and, you know, that we're, we go between yoga pants and pajama bottoms. You know, I have a colleague that's like, you know, solopreneurs that have a home office basically are professional dressers um, from the waist up. And then we're in like our fuzzy slippers and yoga pants or pajama bottoms from the waist down. And <laughs> I am wearing slippers right now. It's totally fine. It's but you so are true. And it's like, if I let myself do that for too many days, then like when I I do have a networking event or something and I have to put like zip pants on. It's <laughs> never really pretty. Like I'm always like, oh, these fit so much better two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> it is a struggle. So that's that's who I help, right? We don't yeah. want to feel that way when we put on zip pants. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's amazing. That's amazing. So what are some tips that you could give our listeners right now that would help them utilize their personal style to feel good in their body, regardless of their shape, regardless of they're an extrovert or introvert, regardless of they have a home office or they're jet setting um, to, to various countries? What are some simple practical tips that you could share? Sure. I think the first thing is always dress the body that you have right now. Like I cannot, I can't say it enough. You are so worthy of feeling beautiful and confident and comfortable right now in the body that you are in right now. And I just, I want everyone to celebrate the season that they are in, no matter you know, what their body shape is, like you said, um, as entrepreneurs, sometimes we put ourselves at the bottom of the list. And so sometimes self care follows that. And so <laughs> I joke on my Instagram, <laughs> that you know, like the freshman 15, what about the entrepreneur 20? You know, yes. it's, it, it's very common to be living in yoga pants and then to put your jeans on in a month and you're like, Whoa. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> yeah. So I think that that's first and foremost, you've got to, you've got to get comfortable with the space that you're in now because you are there for a reason. And so creating a small capsule wardrobe would be my next tip. So no matter where you are in life, your clothes should fit your body, your personality and your lifestyle. And so to create a little baseline wardrobe that is sustainable for your life is really important. So you don't need to break the bank or buy a ton of things if you're not comfortable in the size that you are in now, but you do need to show up for yourself confidently every day. And your productivity level decreases substantially when you don't feel good about yourself, when you avoid the mirror entirely, or when you don't show up for your clients. So just having one pair of dark wash denim and like a great layering piece, like a blazer and a bra that fits comfortably. Like, so key. Update. Yeah. Yeah. So key. Oh, I love that. And so do you have uh, clients that are kind of resistant to buying the size that fits because in their mind, they think they're going to lose that five, 10, 15, 40, whatever it happens to be. Well, I think it depends at what stage in this like journey they're in. Um, I have many like online clients who like my online styling course, they are resistant in the beginning. They are feeling like, oh, no, I don't, I don't want to invest in myself yet. I don't want to go shopping because I'm not going to be this size in two months. I'm going to drop those 10, 15, 20 pounds in two months. So what's the point? But I can tell you, I have been in that same place and you may not. Mm -hmm. And so what happens in two months when you're the same size? Are you going to still feel uncomfortable and not as confident with yourself. So what I say is you have much more of a chance to reach your goals, to go after those big dreams. If you're showing up for yourself positively every day today, that's a beautiful, um, so that's a beautiful message. Yeah. I love that. I think that that is so important. And I really hope that our listeners are opening up their ears wide to hear that message because I think when we're living in the if when, you know, kind of state where we, we aren't giving ourselves that true um, blessing of really being here in the moment. And if we don't feel that ourselves, we can't serve at our optimal state. We just can't. There's going to be a holdback, whether that holdback is being insecure 
turning down a networking event or not pressing, you know, go live um, to, to, to jump on Insta stories or Facebook, there's going to be a slight percentage where we're holding ourselves back by not accepting where we are and living in the moment. So I love that you help navigate that for people. Tell me a little bit about your online um, styling course. Yes, absolutely. So it's a six week intuitive styling course and it really goes over my, um, like you said, my spin on my styling principles. Cause I really do believe that it's something that we just weren't taught. And listen, my clients are smart. You are amazing. Like boss, babe, entrepreneur, amazing women. You can figure this out. You just need to be given the tools to do so correctly. Mm -hmm. So what we focus on is mindset. We focus on creating an image for the woman that you want to be. I don't want you to put it off. I don't want you to wait till you have the money to dress like the woman you want to be. You're the size for the woman that you want to be. I want you to become the woman that you want to be right now and everything else will fall into place. So what we do is we go through a series of modules and I teach you how to dress the body that you have now, how to create a signature style that is going to work for you like a tool. And then I help you um, especially like business owners create a capsule wardrobe that's going to work for them in their business, for their photo shoots, social media, for lead cool. magnets, all the things. Yeah. That's cool. I don't mean to interrupt. I just wanted to say that's cool. Yeah. Keep going. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> so I just give them all the little tips and tricks for shopping for their body type, the brands that will work for them, the colors that will work for them. Um, so all the tools that they need to make informed decisions to start shopping with intention. So there's no more like closet frustration. They know what to wear in the morning. They know what to wear to that event. There's no more turning people down or not going live. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh, what a gift. And one of the things that I love about learning such a new skill that enhances personal development is you always take it with you. You know, yes. once you have that, it's like, I don't know, I just feel like a magic door opens up and more possibilities are open for you. So I think it's such a gift that you're providing this for people because it builds their confidence level. Once you're confident, it's like the sky's the limit, you know, like it, it just opens up so many doors. One of the things that I was thinking about, maybe like a, an FAQ for somebody that's hearing this is... How can you dress my body through an online course? How can you tell me what colors are good for my complexion digitally? I would love it if you could just address that because I think that's a question that, that some people might have. Sure, absolutely. Well, there's a lot of self-assessment involved and we do things together. So it's um, a course that's dripped out over a series of six weeks and we do work on things together. So if you have questions, I'm here for you. We have a Facebook group so we can go live in there. We can look and feel and see all the things. Um, but yeah, a lot of it has to do with having the tools to make the correct self-assessment. So I give you all the body types so you can then decide, you know, what shape does your body category fall into? I teach okay. you how to measure, right? So mm -hmm. a lot of it has to do with self-assessment because chances are your body type's going to change, right? As we age, as uh, you know, as we get better with self-care and balance in our life, as we have babies, our bodies change. And Absolutely. Your 
complexion will change in the summer. I don't know about you, but I get pretty tan. So <laughs> I get kind of red. You're lucky you get tan. Well, I get really pink in the winter. So it's my curse. What can I do? I love it. But then you just kind of like, you know, you work with it. And I think that that's awesome. So that's really cool. So there is a part of like your personal connection with them. It sounds like you really put a lot of attention into building community. And I think that that is what I'm seeing even more so like in the online space. It's awesome to have a DIY piece where like in your own time at 11 o'clock at night or when you're snuggled up on the couch with a cup of cocoa, you can be learning something that really is a passion for you. But I also love the other aspect where there's the community building side of it. And are you seeing that even more so? I'm seeing this as a bigger trend where like, maybe three years ago, just having an online course would have been sufficient and people were eager for quality information. I'm almost seeing now that the trend is like that and there needs to be a plus of the expert to be with me. I, I want to know that I can reach out to Trish and say, hey, Trish, what do you think? Or I have this clarity question. Are you finding that as well in your industry? Oh my gosh, absolutely. And you know, as a like a course consumer myself, I do like to have the ability to jump on and ask a, like a targeted question. Um, but you're right. I have a very different schedule. So I like to consume the videos and the content and whatever it is I'm learning at my own time and my own pace. Um, but me too, as the actual like course creator, as a facilitator, I like a deeper connection with my clients. So I think it really depends too on the person and the delivery delivery of the material. Um, like I had played around with the idea because we're in business, right? To help as many people as we can feel comfortable and confident. Um, so I would love to eventually scale this. Um, but I think I would miss that one-on-one -on -one connection. And I think that it might do my clients a disservice if I didn't, if I wasn't present with them for the six weeks. Yeah, I agree. And I actually see that. Um, and I've seen that firsthand when people get to a certain growth stage and then they start kind of like going, oh, a vacation would be nice. Or maybe like having like a three-day weekend or maybe, a, you know, like the elusive, you know, four to six week work week. And the more they start taking themselves out of the equation, I see sales drop. I see engagement drop. And I think that um, it, we have to be so respectful. I think it's a very fragile state because our community trusts us. Mm -hmm. And as you know, being an entrepreneur for several years, it takes a lot to build up that no like, and trust factor. And when we remove ourselves from the equation, um, it can start deteriorating some of that foundation. So I'm really glad that you shared that insight because I think it's very easy to get swept up in the concept of like, you know, scaling to the point where um, everything's passive income. You know, I don't know how feasible that is when your whole business has been created around your expertise and experience. Mm -hmm. I think maybe there's like smaller, um, smaller areas that could be learned on their own. Um, like I created a very cool um, bonus for this course. It's called the Batch Wardrobe. And so mm -hmm. I did have people learning that concept on their own and it was a beautiful success like I said you know my my clients are smart so if they're given the correct tools they can take action um, but but I do believe something bigger like this something that has the ability to really change the way you see yourself in the mirror really does need more attention so I think absolutely 
Yeah, absolutely. It's all about balance. I'm a big believer of diversifying your offerings and having some one-on-one, some passive income, some DIY. I think that that's how we as a solopreneur can best protect ourselves and have more longevity in a sustainable business. So you touched on such good points. I love it. Like I feel like we could just go deeper and have more and more conversations. I know that my listeners are going to love this, um, especially because the audience is female and we want to look good. We want to feel good. We want to put our best self uh, forward. So how can people get a hold of you to learn more and to bring all of your wisdom into their world? Absolutely. Thank you so much. Um, I, I hang out on Instagram a lot, so you can come join me there. I love connecting and chatting with you in DMs, answering all your questions in my stories. I'm at Trish Taylor Styling pretty much everywhere, but that's specifically for Instagram. And then I also have a really fun challenge coming up. So if your ladies are interested in um, honing their signature style in just five days, um, I'd be so happy to welcome them into that as well. Very cool. And when does that challenge begin? May 13th. So we're, we're Ooh, that's my birthday. Oh, happy <laughs> I love it. That's amazing. That lands on a Tuesday this year, doesn't it? Oh, does it? I thought it was Monday. Well, then maybe it's that Monday. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah, Monday or Tuesday, May 13th. Yeah, it could be Monday. Yeah, it could be Monday. But yes, May 13th. That's amazing. I will definitely share your links for the challenge and also your social in the show notes. And if you were going to leave our listeners with a piece of wisdom, just some bright shining light um, to depart, what would it be? Mm -hmm. Well, we talked about so much already, all my little tidbits, but (laughs) I think the best thing is to just dress for the woman that you want to be. I want you to wear what you love and I want you to feel comfortable asking for what you want. So show up confidently every single day and oh my gosh, you will attract all of that positivity into your life. It just, you're like a magnet. When you are looking good and feeling good and using your um, your style to amplify your brand message. Ooh, that's so good. That's so good. I can't wait to kind of gobble up your Instagram feed. I'm sure it's extremely visual because your website's beautiful. And I think people can learn a lot of how to play with style and fashion um, just by seeing what you provide for us to take in. So Trish, this has been a pleasure. Thank you so, so much. I'm looking forward to continuing to follow your work. Thank you. Me as well. It's been such a delight chatting with you. I hope you have a beautiful day. (laughs) Thank you. You too. Bye. I hope you enjoyed today's episode on women developing brilliance. If so, head over to Apple iTunes and subscribe to this podcast. And I'd be grateful if you could leave a review or rating so more people can benefit from these inspirational stories about the solopreneur journey. Thank you.